Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. My name is Damian Williams. You are tuned in to the Damian Williams Show. By the way, this show is recorded in the morning, every single morning. I am your host, Damian Rashid Williams. Yeah, it is so crazy. I always introduce myself as Damian Rashid Williams, but I remind you that the show's name is just Damian Williams. Oh, grr. I don't know why I do that, but I do that. <laughs> that just dawns on me in a whole nother light that I just totally forgot all about. <laughs> I didn't notice that until just now. But I'm happy ever. Let's move right on along. Guess who called me this morning? Because it was not last night. It was this morning around like, let me tell you the exact time. This morning at 12, 12, 10 in the morning. And then at 11, 35 p.m. yesterday. Bitch, that motherfucking nigga. Keyshawn gonna call me this late at night. Trying to have motherfucking conversations. I ain't answer. Phones on do not disturb all night. Don't play with me. Do not play with me. Look, let me tell you something. Only thing open, like your mama say. Only thing open that late is legs, bitch. You ain't call me, tell me good morning. You ain't call me, tell me, say how you doing. You ain't call me, check up on me. My auntie done rolled over. And bitch, the most you could do is call me at 12 motherfucking at night. 11 motherfucking at night. Now, granted, I would have been up around that time because I would have been just been getting off work. But, bitch, like I said earlier, you ain't call no text, no big old, no, no, no Uber, no nothing. You ain't send nothing. You ain't even send a five-second vine to say, hey, how you doing? You know what's up to make sure you good. You ain't send nothing. You ain't even play your role. And this is what I be talking about when I be talking about this. Fuck Nigga, calling me talking about some weird shit, times, late nights, all types of the motherfucking... I'm not answering my phone that late at night. We ain't got nothing to talk about, because we already know what you calling to talk about. So thank God I was asleep when you called, because we already know what it was. You was going to call and ask for some what? Some motherfucking money. Matter of fact, how you doing, baby? <laughs> Shout out to all the therapists up under my sound of my voice. I truly do thank you and I love you for allowing me to talk in your ear and just vent and get all this off my chest. I can't stand that boy no more. I can't even stand him. I really don't even want to talk to him. And I still ain't take some good morning. Remember I told you yesterday I wasn't going to take some good morning? I wasn't going to tell. I wasn't going to have any type of interactions or nothing. Now I ain't going to act like I did not try to like send a message. And I was only sending messages because I just wanted to see if the bubble was going to pop up green or blue. Surprisingly, it still popped up blue. Because any other day, it'd be green. Tuh. Catchy. That's not my man. And I done told you before. We don't go together. And I know what you probably thinking. Well, why you stress yourself out about this man? Because I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be lonely. I want to not have attention. Even if it's not the attention that I don't want. I'm not settling. Well, yeah, you can say a girl the bitch settling for it, but a bitch ain't really like for real settling. Cause ain't shit official. And we only fucked once. The fuck? <laughs> we have more oral than we did actual sex. So it really ain't even no, no real, no, you know what I'm saying? No real tea on that though. <laughs> 
That that whole day, that whole call me, tried to talk on the phone, asking for money. We already know he was asking for money. Wouldn't even check and see what I was doing. Don't nobody call and check and see how I'm doing. Don't nobody really. I went the whole day. Bill collectors didn't even call. Ain't nobody call and check up on me. Ain't nobody call and say, hey, how you doing? Hey, you all right? Hey, I just want to see nothing. Don't, nothing. Anywho. <laughs> Moving right the fuck on along. Now that we have gotten out of that dark, twisted hole of a man that tries to be a man. And that's the problem with a lot of these men's. It's too many children stuck in men's bodies. That too many children growing up that are existing in life in grown men in grown men bodies. It really is, and they really do, and it's really annoying. It's really annoying because you really you really can't perfectly distinct the two. Because they all look grown. But you don't know until you meet the bitch. That that is a child. A motherfucking child. They're literally stuck in a body that is growing as a man. Insane, isn't it? All a motherfucking 30 years old sagging like you all are 12. God here, bitch, I'm not taking you to R. Kelly house. We is not going to Chicago, bitch. We is not going to motherfucking Chicago. What the fuck wrong with these niggas? Stupid. What? What the hell? Waking up early in the morning, scrolling through, scrolling through social media, and I'm thinking about y'all, my therapist. I'm like, damn, when I'm going to get up, when my alarm going to go off, I want to go talk to my people. I want to see what they doing, how they doing, what's going on, how we feeling early in the morning. My girls talking about some of the girls getting up in the morning, listening to the vibes of the Damian Williams Seeing what's going on out here in the world. Putting on the makeup, looking real cute, real gorgeous, looking like that bitch in the corner. Okay, because my girls will always be that bitch. Even your hater will refer to you as that bitch. Mm-hmm. Bitch tried to ask me, what the fuck? Who the fuck gonna listen to the show, bitch? A rich bitch? A bitch that's getting up doing something with they motherfucking self? A bitch that's getting up doing something with their motherfucking life. A bitch that got more to do, bitch. We sitting up here listening to somebody trying to kick motherfucking weed, trying to kick the motherfucking drugs. We trying to kick, we, we listening to somebody who, who, who has realized and acknowledged the fact that they ain't broke as in the broke of I ain't getting no money, but broke as if I ain't, I can't maintain the money to stay afloat in the situation that I'm in. So let's go ahead and let's recalibrate these coins. <laughs> type of shit we listening to. It's not my type of value. You're going to get the value is the escape from the real world, from the everyday world. The value is the fact that you get to sit down and have you a nice little companion with a badass bitch. <laughs> That's the motherfucking value. That's what the fuck we going to do. That's what the fuck we came in and have fun. We ain't coming to sit up and talk about other motherfucking people. Other motherfucking bitches all motherfucking day. We ain't got time to be sitting around, dealing and talking, having conversations about what this person did on social media, that person on social media. Bitch, first of all, 99.9% of the shit that I know about Blueface and Christian Rock, I did not choose to seek out myself. Okay? Your motherfucking Twitter algorithm, X, whatever you want to call it, your algorithms brought the bullshit my way. 
I'm gonna fuck about no motherfucker. Which I just learned how to spell Blueface actual name if if it wasn't for motherfucking Zeus. Hell, I, am, am I the only one that was wanting Chris Sean with uh, Chris Space Sean? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I like her. I think she cool, but she ain't cool. But I, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wasn't searching for that. I wasn't looking for that. I don't even know how that got on there. <laughs> I don't want to see and hear about a, a, a man beating up a, a, a what? My mama went through that. I don't want to see no man do no weird shit like that. My mama went through stuff like that. Coming home, getting, coming home, getting off work, having to argue with her baby dad, having to have these fights, these verbal fights, physical fights every single day, every single time, every single morning, every afternoon, every night. Police get caught out. I don't want to see that. Seeing stuff like Christiana Blueface is triggering. And the fact that they even have a child involved in their situation is even more triggering because guess what? What? I used to be that child. Okay. Go right down Hollywood, Florida. You can pull up all type of records. Remember, police records are real. You can go pull all that up. That's public knowledge. That's public information. All day, every day, nonstop, baby. We used to come home and see. (laughs) See all type of stuff. Even before we was even born, my daddy was around there doing that type of stuff. So I understand. Well, I don't understand. But I I see it. And I think that that's why I I personally want a relationship that does not involve the, the hate, the disgust, the disdain, the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies. The embarrassment this man is taking this girl through all in the name of love and money. Ain't that name to show love and money? <laughs> we done seen this man abuse her. Literally, that's a real word. Several times. On social media. On somebody else's phone. <laughs> and I've seen her do the same thing. This is crazy. When Chris Brown do it, y'all, y'all get, y'all get act, act crazy. Y'all be real selective for who y'all choose to pick, who y'all want to do that stuff with, who y'all want to get mad at, who y'all want to bring attention to, who y'all want to cancel, who y'all want to bring. They kill me with that shit down now. They kill me with that. I don't like Chris Brown because he beat up women. But y'all gave Blueface a whole show for beating up a woman. <laughs> like, what the fuck is we watching? CM Punk on AEW? Bitch, you just want to go ahead and just beat up the executives and then we're going to give you a show. Like, say it again. Shoot. I woke up this morning, made me a glass of coffee. You know what I'm saying? Instant coffee. Because we don't have a coffee maker. The coffee maker had broke. So I made instant coffee. With uh, that canned milk, carnation milk. Three scoops of sugar. <laughs> and I don't get me wrong. I the, you probably thinking to yourself, you I, you have you ever hit a woman? Yes, I have hit a woman. Yes. Good morning, beautiful. 
Good. How you doing? I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> the people can hear you. <laughs> oh, well, y'all asked me. That was my cousin, Nikki. So, um, she's <laughs> Damien Williams. <laughs> How you doing? But, um, the question is, though, is that when people come <coughs> and, and, and the people ask me, they say, back to the blue face and Krishan. And people say, Damien, have you did? Yeah, you asked me a question. You know, you asked me a question. That's where we at. You asked me a question. Nikki threw me out. And I ain't talking Minaj. <laughs> she used to come. I, I, you asked me, you say, Damien, have you ever hit a woman? You ever physically, physically assaulted a woman? I did. I was in middle school. I did hit a girl. I popped several girls upside their motherfucking head. In their motherfucking mouth. A couple times. Brianna. Popped her in middle school. To the point that her fine-ass motherfucking boyfriend, still to this day, Horatio, walked up on me and said, oh, you've hit my girlfriend. Show sure did, and that bitch ain't hit me yet. <laughs> Show sure did. And, and the only reason why I was doing that and thinking that that was okay, thinking that that is cool, thinking that that is all right, is because I came from a household where that was okay. And like I said, I was in middle school. I ain't really know the most of this shit was there. Because when I got in high school, I ain't never do that. When I was in middle school, I did a lot of that shit. And it was really because the girls was the one that was really trying me. They was real disrespectful. The dudes wouldn't do that disrespectful. A, a girl, on the other hand, used to try. They used to try. I was all type of sisters and faggots to them bitches. <laughs> Especially when they realized that I was the one boosting up their nigga. I'm trying. <laughs> now, let me tell you, let's get this very clear. Make this very, very straight. Very from the gut. I don't condone men on women violence. But I can see how that can become a learned trait based off the environment that the child was in. Now, I'm not bragging on what I've done. I'm just bringing, I'm just speaking my truth. Okay? So, when it comes down to it, have I slapped a bitch? Yes. Have I hit a bitch? Yes. Have I tucked a bitch head off? Yes. Did I kill a bitch? No. With words? Probably softly. <laughs> At the end of the day, and I do I mean every single day. <laughs> I have learned my lesson. I would not do that. I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it again because I don't know what. I may be a woman somewhere in my future that is hell bent on destroying me. So this man ain't going to never say never like this thing men say. Never say never. Because anything can happen. Shoot. Sean out there beating out there carrying the baby, talking about something she gonna keep the band on her arm and da 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 da. What? Weirdo? Weirdo? So she's not taking the band off. This is history. Girl, I made my podcast. That is history. So you know what? I don't blame her for taking it off. So I used to go to the hospital, get a band on my arm, and go to school the next day and, and leave it on for the next day. So when everybody asked me why I was, yeah, I said, the hospital, bitch. 
Yeah, the more I talk about it, the more relatable it may seem. Yesterday, I told you about how I spent $150,000 on the, on the dude, on the faggot. <sighs> and it wasn't just on the faggot, it was on everybody around me because I was vulnerable, hurt, destroyed, distraught. So was. <laughs> Let me tell you. I happy. And I'm, I'm going to detail. Or, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a separate podcast. And I'm going to call it the series of, of, of me and Jediah. Because that story, in the Jediah that I was talking about, is the Jediah, the Rice the Cabbage Boy that I was telling you about yesterday. Me and Jediah used to be real, 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 real close. But I didn't realize that he was using me until after the fact that that bitch started done using me. Catch it. And in the midst of him doing that, he was teaching other hoes how to do the same shit. Yes. Let me tell you. I'm going to give you a little summary. But make sure you hold your horses. Because when I come back and I tell you about how I got pimped for $150, you better not tell nobody about it. And don't ever throw it up in my face because I'm going to get real offended. And I, but me even telling you this story is because I trust you. So don't do the weird shit and just start it. Don't do that. It doesn't hurt my feelings. And I may not cry in front of you, but I'm going to cry in the room when I'm not around you. But hey, I got to bring this up and tell you so that way you can accept me for just take me as I am. <laughs> you know it's so crazy in that same story and the reason why it has to be broadcasted in a different time is because the fin- a lot of stuff that I brought up to you yesterday is all connected through that one story the finesse voice is connected through that check me and Devon is connected through that check me and Jediah got connect- is connected through that check D- Keon is connected through that check Jamari was connected because of that check. We already on five fucking faggots. <laughs> there was a lot of shit that took place that I really would love to tell you about. By the way, if we do this 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 therapy session for six months, I will. I'm going to do paid advertisements. I've been doing my research. Trying to figure out how we can get more people to join the session. And we're going to get more people to join the session. <laughs> well, yes. Y'all doing a good job promoting it and telling people and getting it through the algorithm. Because, baby, when I tell you, we are standing strong at two Spotify followers. Over 22 plays and counting. <laughs> From 18 devices, baby. 22 plays, 18 devices. So 18 phones uh, picked up this show and pressed play for longer than 60 seconds. That's what they mean. I've been doing my research. Don't worry. We're not going to do any bonus content where you got to pay to hear the story or to be up to die. 
We're not doing that till months on down the line. First off, let's let's get something. Let's do what we do. Continue to have fun, and then we can worry about all that stuff later. <laughs> all right, now I got stuff I'm going to get off my chest. Again, you are listening to the Damian Williams Show. I am your host, Day, me, and oh, <laughs> You can follow me on Snapchat and on Instagram. I mean, not Snapchat. On Twitter and on Snapchat. Twitter, Damien WWE, Snapchat, WWE Damien. <laughs> I'm just waiting on you to, you know, follow it. Go ahead and follow me, baby. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened. Them five faggots plus other people all bucked me for their money. And now we here in the garage. Lung grave. <laughs> and it don't matter because all them hoes look crazy too. And a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to work on after this episode is up. I'm going to work on telling y'all exactly how all that transpired, how all that unfolded, and exactly how we got to where we was at. And I hope you enjoy the story because there's a lot of tea in the story. And I'm going to have to go through some pictures, look through some videos. It remind myself exactly of what all went down. But there is a recording that must be played and broadcasted to the world. Because also, in the midst of all that's going on, do you remember a gay influencer by the name of Superbitch? Detron, Aditya, whatever the fuck his name was. I'm going to have to speak directly to him. <laughs> through this podcast, and let him know that he is so full of shit. Because that hoe went and lied on my name. And I know what you're saying. They were back in 2019. And I'm only talking like I can hear you talking in my head. You. the li- You. the ther- You. Therapist. <laughs> Since 2019, this all happened. But I ain't let it go. I ain't let it go because I ain't had nobody to talk to about none of this shit. Because it was embarrassing. Because how do you even start the conversation to even tell somebody that this is this this happened to me? When your ego and your pride and joy is as big as mine, it's hard to even tell people that that had happened to you. And it's why we in therapy. Because <laughs> I done did a lot of fucked up shit that I seem to not have forgiven myself about. And that's the first step is accepting and healing. I need to understand I did what I did. I've done what I've done. And I need to move the fuck on. (laughs) I really do. I need to move the fuck forward. I really do. Because if not, I'm going to continue to stay in a standstill. And I'm going to still be standing in the year 2019. Because even though we are currently in the year 2023, my heart is still stuck in 2019. My feelings is still stuck in 2019. That's why Keyshawn can't elevate the way he plans to elevate in his finesse game because I'm still hurting and I'm still crying over and still putting on band-aids or something that happened years ago. These bitches pimped me from motherfucking Atlanta, Georgia. Not even. From East Point, Georgia, all the way to Fayetteville, Carolina. This is ridiculous what I had went through. And when I tell y'all, 
detail it. <coughs> word, but word, how it went down. And I might call it, I don't know what I'm going to call it, how I'm going to call it, and how we going to title it, but we going to title it, and we going to call it, and we going to speak on it, and we going to give it what it need to be. You want to see something funny? If you got me on speaker, if you if you got me on speaker, and we around a lot of people, oh, don't forget, on the 12th, now, it's going to be go to the Carbone. You said you was going to come with me. You said you was going to. I remember I asked you the other day. I said, you want to come? I said, I got a date at the Carbone, and I want you to come with me. That's my first time going. You know, it's an Italian restaurant. It got macaroni and stuff. Pasta. Shrimp scampi. Chicken alfredo and things. Love stuff like that. <laughs> now, I don't know what it's going to give, but I know it's a hot come out because, you know, the bitches at American Express, they calling and asking to go. <laughs> but come come with me on a date on the 12th. We getting there. And by the way, on the 15th, no, the 16th, I got to go to court. <laughs> Virtual court, Zoom, check in on your boy. I might be getting my license back. Because <laughs> that's what all this is for me to get my license back. My license has been suspended since the year 20... Shit. I don't know. I'm going to say 2014, for all I know. <laughs> I had got... And I can't wait to tell you the story on that, too. I can't wait to give you the tea on all these bitches. I can't wait to tell you how... Not only did I run through through that money on, on, on the faggot, but I also gave out 10 something. Like I told you the other day. Oh, girl, wait till I tell you about Shanice. <laughs> now, that was a friend I was supposed to still be a friend to this day, but fucked it up and blew it behind a man, behind some motherfucking dick. This is ridiculous. I be having to go through too much shit. Now, that's another person that... T- Girl, well, I tell y'all, we got some things to get into. Some things to get off of my chest. Let me start with Shanice and her shit. Picture it. I'm in high school. I graduated 20, 2014. I was supposed to graduate 2013, but... Catch it. I meet a girl named Shanice. We become friends. Mr. Hepburn class. We become cool. Real cool. She one of the thickest bitches in the school. Everybody want to fuck on her. We ain't really get along at first. And that's how I should have known we was going to be friends. And it wasn't really our beef on why we didn't get along. I ain't get along with her clique. Because her clique ain't get along with my clique. True shit. Hung out with people that she didn't like, and she hung out with people that, that didn't like the people that I liked. That I hung out with. That's basically what that was. We had fifth period Miss Hepburn class. We had our graphic and design class together. Show it here. Clean out of high school. Clean in high school. We, you know, we skipping classes together. 
You know, I love my Adidas even back then. I had all my Adidas. I used to wear this red shirt that said Adidas, no, fuck you, with the Adidas logo. It was like F symbol, symbol, Adidas logo, symbol, and then you. Red, black, I wear it with some cam- camouflage pants. It was a red shirt, black leather, some camo pants from Old Navy. And I used to have on some black, some black Adidas. And they had, and the, you know, the bars was Jamaican colors. Red, yellow, green. My cousin got arrested in my same fucking outfit that my brother gave to me. <laughs> Out here committing criminal acts in my outfit. You out here looking like a criminal. You look like Damien if he was a criminal. Is what he was given. <laughs> I got to stop calling my cousin a criminal. <laughs> Shanice decides to come over to the house. Unknowingly not knowing that it was my house with my neighbor Jasmine knocking on doors. Oh, by the way, to get into the outfits. I would wear that outfit and she would wear ripped pants. And the reason why she was wearing ripped pants and I was wearing that shirt was because we had fifth period. That was our homeroom. That was where we went to lunch at. And we, we used to skip his class. And that's how we would skip because he wouldn't, he wouldn't allow us in his classroom out of uniform. He wouldn't allow me to walk into his classroom with a shirt that said fuck you on it because he was a pastor. And he wouldn't let her walk in the classroom with ripped, with ripped jeans because that was against his code of conduct. You know, surprisingly not, Mr. Hepburn has taught my daddy, my daddy brother, and my daddy's brother brother. <laughs> she decides to go with Jasmine one, one afternoon after school and knock on doors. And they happen to knock on my mama's door. Her house door. <laughs> and my daddy was home. <laughs> And I go to the door to go open the door to go see who it was. Because my daddy was the type of daddy who come home and watch ESPN First Take with Skip Bayless and them. And when he get off from work and get done dumping dark garbage trucks and shit. He come home, he want to watch First Take. He's a man's man. He that type of man. We get a knock on the door. Boom, 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 boom. Who that? I don't know. It ain't for me. Please. <laughs> Me and my little brother Keyshawn get up. My little brother at the time, Keyshawn, because I got a little more brother than Keyshawn. Um, I told you, keep up with the Keyshawns. I got a brother named Keyshawn, and I'm dealing with a boy named Keyshawn. Keep up. Just keep up. Ride with me here. <laughs> me, Keyshawn, get up. We open the door. We see Jasmine. Rest in peace to Jasmine. Jasmine just recently died a couple, like a year ago. They burned her body. <laughs> And that's not funny at all, but she's, she is. She has passed and crossed over. It has something to do with a boy talking junk. That's the type of chick she was. I'm from Hollywood. I talk shit. Girls talk shit. We all talk shit. That's what you do. You want to put somebody in Hollywood, Florida? You better be able to slap that hoe. Because we all, we, we, we full of talk shit. That's all we do. You going to church? Why you going to church? What's that at the church? Who you going to want to go see? You going to go sit in front row with a pastor. That's the type of bitch we get. Back to the story. They knock on the door. Jasmine coming there with her thought, 
thought mouth. You know how you could tell a thought when in their mouth because you could tell their teeth. You just know she suck a hell of a good day. You just... <laughs> she ain't even suck my dick. She, she, I'm gay, and he, I can even tell Jasmine to suck a mean dick. <laughs> Jasmine, she needs came knocking on the door. She was like, Keyshawn, there. I say, yeah, my brother right here. Shanice crept from the side of the door. You know, you open the door, you open, you open it from the inside and you push out. Shanice was behind the door as me and Jasmine had this conversation. Shanice slid on the opposite side of the door and said, oh my gosh, hey Damien. Girl, I closed the door. <laughs> and my lady said, why you closed the door? And I go, I, oh. I gotta go to my school, she in my class. What is she doing with you? What's going on? I, girl, you better move. I reopened the door. I look, I say, girl, yes, yes. She, oh my God, Damien, I didn't know you lived here. What's coming? Close, bop, close the door. She, too much energy. Too much. This, she's too excited to see me in my house. This is weird. I done closed on her twice. My dad changed out what the fuck going on. Let me open up the door again. <laughs> Let me go open up the door again. Hello. <laughs> Why you keep closing on me? Because this is weird. Why is you here? I didn't know you stay here. Jasmine told me to come over here so we get your brother. Because you know she know your brother. Come outside. Put my shoes on. And come outside. That's the spark of Michelin's friendship. That was the spark of it right there. Of meeting me at my house unexpectedly looking for another person. And that's the problem she she seen. (laughs) She she was a regular girl then. She wasn't doing weird shit then. When I say weird shit, I mean she wasn't doing... Stupid shit for dudes then. She was still trying to figure out who the fuck she was around that time. Her daddy had left her. Granted, at that time, I did not know nothing about living a life without without both my parents. She did. She knew everything about that. The only difference between her and I and between her and I was my parents stayed together and raised hell together. Her parents gave left each other for peace. <laughs> Can I buy that? That was the only difference. Everything else was similar. We both had brothers and sisters. We both saw an abuse relationship, an abuse household. We both seen parents get parent parents get arrested. It's the same shit. We saw the same story. The only difference was my house, my parents was able to keep their household together until their kids got grown. Her mom and daddy was just one with that shit. That was the difference. That was the difference. And that was the only difference. And I tell people that all the time, people be asking me, they be like, oh, if your mama and daddy was, was to get a divorce when you was young, you wouldn't like that. Yes, I would. I would love if they did that. Because I try, but honestly, to be truthfully, I believe if my mama would have had divorced to my daddy a long time ago, she probably would have still been living. Probably wouldn't have had, wouldn't have had, has had so much stress aggravating her to let her to have breast cancer. 
True vibes, true stories. Cause they used to go through it. And I'ma talk about it on another on another episode. You know I'ma talk about it. You know I'ma tell you, baby. Cause I had to tell you everything, cause you you gotta know. You know, I told you I ran away from Florida to go all the way to Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, that's how Shanice and I met. That's exactly how we met. That's exactly the story, that's exactly the basis. We was in school at first. We was having fun in school. We used to skip classes together. And one day, that bitch popped up at my house. At my house. And I ain't gonna lie, I miss her because we not friends no more. The reason why we not friends no more is because of the stupidness behind dick. That's the answer. This bitch calls me. We having conversations. We both in Florida. She telling me, you know, I got an apartment. No, she didn't say she She got the apartment from her sister, Shania. Because Shania was was moving in with her husband. Because he had got a house. Shania moved in with her husband. They got their house. Shania said, I give Shanice the apartment. So, you know, so that way she can ask somebody to go so she's not staying with her grandmother. Shanice is supposed to move in with her. I don't even know if they still together, but she was, she was supposed to move in with her men. Her and that boy moved in together. Her and that boy, that boy didn't want to move in with her because he was treating her like shit, cheating on her, dogging her out, making her feel like she ain't shit. You know, just basically doing what niggas do. You know, Doing a nigga thing. You know, he was doing his thing. So, he didn't move in with her, but he was always there. Me and Shanice she, she asked me, she was like, oh, I want to ask you something. Do you want to move in with me? I got an apartment. Da, 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 da. She didn't tell me the story. But even though this boy that I live with us, he was always there. Even though he wasn't paying no bills, he was he was adding two bills. Even though we was receiving bills, he wasn't taking away no amounts. Catch <laughs> This is the same nigga that took her to the motherfucking grocery store, boosted her up to think that she had food stamps by the time and walked her all the way around the motherfucking store putting food in the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, in the grocery cart. Yeah, this girl thinking it's food. Like, they finna, they finna cash out on the food stamp. They ain't cash out nothing. The people took the food back. You got me sitting in the house. You done made me write a list of things that I want you to bring me back. I done got the munchies. And this bitch respond back. Come back empty-handed. I'm about to flip the table. Talking about some, oh, they said there was nothing on the car. Y'all couldn't figure that out before y'all got there. But y'all could have called the car right now and did that shit. The number on the back tell you ain't nothing on the car. That's the type of shit we were dealing with. <laughs> That's the type of stuff. You know, when you roommates with somebody, y'all both deal with that shit. So, but you both bring food home for the both of us. <laughs> and you didn't. So we decide to move into the place. We get put out. We only pay rent in that bitch twice. <laughs> We had got put out. They gave us letter after letter after letter 
about our behavior, about us being there, about the in and outs, about the weed smoking, the smoking outside, smoking in the house. They say this is a weed-free community. This is all in Davie. Mind you, we black. I'm gay and black. Gay, black, and educated. We ain't even supposed to be there. I ain't even got no car to park there. She ain't got no car to park there. And we up here making all this noise every night. She getting fucked. I can even hear it. So I know the neighbors hear it. They got kids literally above her room where they can hear all this shit. Let me go ahead and put our asses out. <laughs> Some people ain't getting no fuck. We had done um, got put out, I, and I ain't gonna lie, it was a boy named Slim and a boy named KD. And we we met them at the gas at the bus stop trying to buy weed. And uh free KD. <laughs> free my man's uh that boy with Ross but uh and um uh, Slim Cool too. <laughs> Trent. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, we left. We hauled ass to Georgia because I called my friend Ocean and I told him what was going on and I showed him what was going on. I'm like, you know, like we just got this apartment and we just literally getting put out. Like all this shit is going on. It's all happening so fast and it's becoming too much. So uh, we decided to go from from Georgia, from Florida to Georgia within a day. We get on the get on the plane, pack everything up that we need. Get, and I mind you, I'm still working for American Express at this time. We go on the plane, pack everything. And we go all the way to um, Atlanta. My little cousin is screaming in the background. Please forgive me if you hear a baby screaming in the background. But um, we go, and it's really distracting me because I don't know what the fuck she's screaming for. But we go from Florida to Georgia. We get in there from Florida to Georgia. And we move in with Ocean. I have real friends that's really, that really allow that. So I move in, and even with the extra baggage, I'm like, you know, me and my me and me and my sister, we need somewhere to go, we need somewhere to stay, we ain't got nowhere to go, and you know, this is already embarrassing because I didn't want to move back to the garage, cause I just left the garage. You get what I'm saying? So we go to Georgia. This idiot was so consumed with it that any nigga that talked to her. And I mean, literally had a conversation with her, like, fuck up. All you had to do was buy her weed. That's it. That's all they had to do. We was literally in the middle of a gas station over there by Cirque. That young man knows exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> over there by Cirque in Atlanta. For hours. I don't give a damn if the drink that we're talking we she's sitting there excited because the, the wine was free. We talking about barefoot shut up home wine in the gas station. Bitch, if it was that if you wanted to have an even freak uh, a, a, a a kinkier night, bitch, just throw in the faux loco. The first time I stayed, 
Because, you know, I ain't want to leave her by herself. Second time, I'm not with all that. I got to go home. <laughs> Shit, I got to do. I'm, I'm <laughs> sitting my gay ass in the middle of no gas station in this gay ass city. <laughs> To get being spotted, seeing guess who came in the gas station? Guess who we seen in the gas station? Motherfucking Shamar. Shamar with his hip and his dip body. Every time I look at him, I think think about somebody di- dipping ink from the seventies, everything from the forties to get to get ready to write. Every time that bitch shaped like the hooks that was on that was on the SpongeBob episode. Don't go on the hook. <laughs> he looked like he still bent over looking looking for the pickles that fell on the floor. <laughs> and he looking at me, cause he know who I am. Everybody knows who I am. I'm about to tell y'all exactly what the fuck I don't know. He looked at me. I looked at him, and I rolled my eyes, and I just kept going. Kept going. And when I say kept going, I meant sitting down, playing stupid, acting like couldn't nobody see me. <sighs> this girl goes the next day. No, yeah, the next day, because when my 21st day, I stayed there. The next day, she decides to go back over there to the motherfucking gas station. Down there by Sir. We go over there to the gas station. Sitting in the gas station, chilling. She, I decided I'm gonna leave because I'm not gonna be sitting in no gas station like no bum. I'm not gonna be sitting outside no gas station. I'm not gonna be sitting in no gas station. So I left her ass. I called her Uber and I left because I'm not gonna be sitting there. She drunk, high, all this other stuff. Come back on Percocet and stuff. Come back and say, her at Ocean House and say, take me in. We gotta go. We can't live here. She started to talk all type of weird shit. So I'm sorry, we can't live here. We gotta go. Uh, Osha said we need to go. So I asked Osha what was up. Osha had to say something totally different from what the fuck she said. Kind of find out she was trying to go go live with this man. Leah, it's just her homegirl who I had to call. She checking on, on find my iPod, trying to find her location. This bitch was in the motherfucking woods. <laughs> and the motherfucking woods, bitch. Looking crazy. Stupid. Ridiculous. And I'm telling you this from a place of hurt. A place of disappointment. Because when we was in high school, she wasn't like that. She wasn't so dingy, so stupid, so easily manipulated, so easily convinced. Now she just a doofus. A dummy. And I know the same thing could be said about me. Oh. Dog, you spend money on niggas. At least she just lay down for niggas. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I guess we even. But in the day, go what? Two of us can't sit this can't sit in the same story. One of us gotta go make our own book. <laughs> this ain't gonna work out. And they did it. Tomorrow, I'm about to tell you in vague detail about that story 
about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna let you know exactly what happened and how it happened. We don't go in detail, and I'm gonna tell you. And you better not cry. And hopefully when I tell you the story, you don't cry. But hopefully it gives you a little insight on who I am and what I do. Now, this is the Damien Williams show. You are my therapist. I am going to go to work today for American Express. And I don't go to work to Foot Locker until Wednesday. But... Like to let you know that I am still forever and always will be your host, Tammy and Rashid Williams. And I want to say thank you so much for allowing me to come into your your ears and vent for this therapy session. Thank you so much to everybody that's tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other billions of places that you can find this feed. I love you. 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 Who is all the people walking? Maybe I should call. Make sure y'all follow me on all the medias and socials. We is really growing out here. And when we when I come back and I come talk to y'all, I am gonna tell y'all the first piece of that story. Whatever the hour could get, we finna go full fledged on it. <coughs> Love you for listening. Goodbye.